Hello. What's up, everybody? Not sure where that accent was from, but you do that every time, so every we'll just roll time. past it. Okay. Every time. Every time. What's up? Hi guys. Welcome back. This week. Um what week? What day is it? It's one of those days. One of those Season days in- three. Episode three. Yeah, Pat and I have been wearing episode. the same pants and the same sweatshirt for probably like a week straight. I don't know if it's quarantine is I mean it's dragging on, it's getting longer, it's getting harder. But also like I mean that's like a huge I think part I've of just it. gotten lazier. I don't know. I think the puppy is and especially now that it's cold out again, like I'm just keeping on the same sweatpants, same sweatshirt. We've just been like so hectic, stressed, work, so like so much is happening. And I feel like yesterday I was like thinking about it and I was like, I don't want to feel like this all the time. Yeah. Something's got to change. Yeah. So, but we've been wearing the same clothes. Yeah. Something's got to change and it's got to start with our clothes. It I'm, has to start with our clothing. I think I'm wearing a, a sweatshirt Julia got me. It's really know, nice. Maybe about a year ago. It's actually not, it's a button up sweatshirt. So it's really nice. Um, it now has about four holes in it from our lovely puppy. Yeah. And her teething. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, Julia, what are you drinking there? Can't do that. Um, so I got an amazing delivery package from Poppy today and, uh, drink Poppy. It's like these pre or pro prebiotic drinks. They're like prebiotic sodas, but they're like healthy. So they're not like super sugary sodas. I'm obsessed with them. They're so good to us. They always send stuff over. And so shout out to them. Can't get enough of them. Literally, I could drink them breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. Yeah. They're just so good. It's like drinking a... Yeah, like a soda, like drinking a kombucha. Yeah. I mean, right right now we're just drinking it straight. I know we usually have good good drink recommendations. N- nothing, uh, no alcohol in this one. We're on a just, just the drink poppy. Um, yeah. And I think you can, they're sold in a couple stores, but primarily sold online. So go to their website, check I mean, them out. You can get we're, it at Whole Foods though. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What flavor is this one? Because this one's this really good. Strawberry lemon. It's the pink can. So good. Love it. And we're splitting one. There's like, I don't know. There's enough. Yeah. So just a little. So, yeah. Actually, um, so I guess since we last talked, um, well, we've talked a bunch about Willow. Yeah. I don't know if She's we've at talked about right now. Yeah. Took her to took her to daycare. It's been helpful. Um, been really helpful. It's enabled Julia and I to. Kind of sit and focus, yeah. Put some attention into stuff other than than her, yeah. Which we we do anyway. I mean, we have, yeah. You know, she's crate trained, so a lot of time in there. But you know, just just more time. Yeah, it's good um, for her to be interacting with other puppies and other people. So, so she's at uh, at the daycare. She actually turns uh, whatever tomorrow is, November eighteenth. Yeah, she turns fourteen weeks. So. We got her at eight weeks. Isn't that crazy? She'll probably be 150 pounds. She's getting pounds. massive. Like we almost have to buy it. We're about to buy a new crate for her. And it's basically XXL, like specialized for Great Danes, Mastiffs, like dogs like that that are just oversized. Yeah. I don't know if it's even going to fit in our closet where she is right now. But yeah. No, it's, she's, getting, she's getting big. Yeah. It's, it's like noticeable mm-hmm. like to different dogs if like you can't tell. But literally we put her in the crate overnight. And we're like, oh my God, like the next morning we take her out and we're like, you literally grew overnight. Like she actually does grow overnight and it's so crazy to see. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like put her in bed, put her in the crate. Like next morning, you're going to look different. And sure enough, she does. Yeah. She grows overnight. And I'm sure any of the, the parents out there probably know it, what that's like with your kids, like watching them grow and evolve. And Yeah, so weird. And but then funny. we look back at like eight week pictures and I'm like, oh my God, where did the time, like how yeah. she's yeah, so big like now. She looks nothing like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, actually over the past couple of days, it was really funny. I mean, Willow's Instagram makes us both laugh, hit a, a thousand followers and we did a little like caption box of yeah. like where you're following from and it was just so amazing to see literally all over the world all over the world every mean, taiwan continent. australia netherlands germany um, like brazil all germany over the US. france yeah just Crazy. so many different states in the us so many countries I mean, how did they find um, us? yeah it was just really cool to see and it was like a I don't know, a cool little, um, like the power of social media, like literally yeah. connecting people yeah. around the world through. It's really cool. Yeah. It's the best. It's like the best part of social media. Yeah. It's pr- pretty funny. So we actually just got back from the, the beach too. We were down in, um, in New Jersey. Yeah. We went for, where we were for the summer. We yeah. went back for the weekend. Went back for a couple of days just to get out of the city, go. It was really go, nice. Yeah. <laughs> It was really nice. It was nice being able to take Willow out and not have to go in our elevator down nine floors. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was nice. And we, it was actually really good weather down there too. I mean, not like super warm, like it was still cold, mm-hmm. but it was sunny and got to go for some good walks and yeah. took her on the beach and she loves it. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, and now also coming up, we got Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. which is usually an exciting and joyous uh, time of the year, but... A lot of the country right now going through some more stricter uh, COVID nineteen restrictions. You guys and didn't know there's a disease going around. It's called COVID nineteen. So I know just, it's it's crazy, but we we've been going back and forth with our family trying to like figure out what are we going to do. Almost, this how is the are ninth we be, month. I know that's crazy. COVID. I know. Yeah. So our plans are different. Usually, I mean, usually we do two over the past five years. It's kind of like we go to my mom's extended family's with probably like 50 people in mm-hmm. Philly. And then the next day, I feel like we usually go to your beach house with your family. Um, this year, that is basically all canceled. Yeah. Um, not surprising. I think we're yeah. just going to do a little weekend at the beach with my family and maybe see yours as well. Like I, something yeah. small with just immediate family. Yeah. Who we've been seeing this whole time anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it, but it's also just... Yeah. It's just it- different. Yeah, it's definitely going to be different and it's so hard like planning right now because I mean literally the the restrictions in Philadelphia just came out. Um so it's like I can't comfortably move forward trying to plan something for the holidays to see like, you know, family without like feeling some sort of guilt and something yeah. on my conscience for it, which which sucks because you know, that's that's what the holidays are for and yeah. It's tough and like you know, we we're all having these conversations. Everybody's talking about it with their family, their friends, whoever they, you know, even having a friend's giving, like trying to, you know, the things that in normal years you'd be doing celebrating. And it, it is hard. And, you know, it's, we, what, it's what makes this time of the year fun. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, yeah. The, and the thing we keep talking about is like, we've got to keep reminding ourselves that like there is a still a pandemic. Like we do have to remain, especially you know, now. Yeah. getting so much worse like, now that things are getting worse again it's like yeah we got to like make sure we are strict we're not mm-hmm. going to go see a, you know all of our family we're not going to go 
you know, to a friend's giving. We're not going to do all that. And that is going to suck. And we got to just try and find ways to make it, you know, as good as we can make it. And I know that's like another dark cloud over a, over 2020, but it kind of sucks just the way it is. And obviously, you know, losing a holiday is, is bad, but a lot of people have lost their lives and we all kind of got to keep, keep playing our part to help keep uh, people safe that we can. And, you know, it's, it sucks. So yeah. Um, if you, if you're feeling like you're going through the, that dreariness uh, alone, you're not. Yeah. Julie and I are definitely feeling that right now. And I know a lot of people are. I was going to say something and I lost my thought per usual. Hmm. So, um, well, that kind of goes into the episode. I mean, a little bit because hmm. what? Okay. You're like, it doesn't, it doesn't go in. I mean, today, what we're going to be really talking about is saving money. And I say that with what we were just talking about because I feel like the holiday season is a huge time when usually people like spend a lot of money buying gifts and whatnot. And I had mentioned on my Instagram story, me personally, you know, obviously my work during around the holidays is like, is more, I get more work around the holidays and it's to influence you guys with products that I like that would be great gifts and great things to buy and blah 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 but I also on the other hand had mentioned that I am just here to help and it's not like it's not like anything you need is necessary and I think especially while we're in a pandemic it's like what we should be focusing on is saving money um yeah obviously we've spent a lot of money recently we moved and everything but I just think that I wanted to have an episode where we talk about like our journey kind of through saving money, why we save, how we save and like tips for you guys to save, especially with the holidays coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And two things there. I mean, the first one is Julie and I are, I think we need to put a disclaimer here, right? Julie and I are not financial Financial advisors. We're not financial planners. We do not, you know, any uh, advice we give here, you know, talk to a professional about, Um, we're going to talk about a couple tips and things that we've utilized just to help us save money. And, you know, we we did a whole episode with, uh, Julia's brother, Corey, um, who, you know, runs his own podcast about, you know, financial freedom and, and, um, so there is that episode out there, which is probably a little more, um, a little more high level, it, you know, we're just going to get into like just some simple tips, save money personal and like stuff, personal ways. Doing. And yeah, you know, we're, we're not professionals. This is just kind of our, our practical things we do and how we think about it. So, you know, definitely we think understanding personal finance is important. You know, there are a million different ways to go about it. Um, so we're just going to talk about kind of some of the ways we think of talk about it and talk about it as a couple or as individuals as we do. So I'm eating popcorn on the side. Yeah. I mean, I guess the first thing is I kind of want us to talk about like each of our paths with savings because truly, I don't think I, I mean, truly my career did become a career to the last few years and I didn't know how to save and I didn't know what I was doing. And I think I would always get like, I would always see and compare to other people and I'd always hear from like my family about like what you should have or what you should be saving or what you should be doing and it's just like very overwhelming because depending on what age you're at, it's obviously something that's going to vary. Yeah. It's not always going to be like what you should do and it's not always going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it, 
you know, I, a lot of people would say I didn't start saving early enough. And that's probably true. You know, some of my, Why do you er- say that? well, some of my early on jobs were more like passion careers where it wasn't about making money. It wasn't about saving money. It wasn't about like I was the money I was making, I was spending, but I was spending it on rent and a car and like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I, it took me longer to understand the value of saving and how it, you know, compounds over time and, you know, yeah, some of the things. Just because it's a passion job doesn't mean you can't save. No, I, I understand that. But I wish when I was younger, I knew the benefits of saving. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like it wasn't. And like someone explained to us in like an easy way because in school you just like don't learn that. Yeah. You learn all these like weird, crazy terms that you just don't understand. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, money and finances are always like a stressful thing. Um, talking to a professional or an expert, you know, it can help. Um, so we definitely recommend doing that. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think getting started sooner than later just with saving is, like, you know, we did the episode about five things I'd tell my younger self. Like, I wish I could have told myself that younger. Mm-hmm. Now, we weren't talking like that in that episode, but that, that would definitely be yeah. one thing that I wish I I had um, done earlier on. And, you know, it also is kind of interesting for us because within the past six months, we took on, you know, each other's finances, yeah. right? Like, we took on, you know, when we got married, it was like, okay, let's merge our finances. Yeah. Let's figure out what the bigger picture looks like now. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, obviously being open with you guys, we just share everything. Um, we still have, like, our separate accounts and everything. But um, I know a lot of couples don't do that. And we just decided that, like, what's mine is yours and vice versa. And we all – we kind of know what each person has and the different accounts that we have. And yeah. we have separate, but we are always, like, keeping track of each other's and kind of just to know what we have and what we can spend and – yeah. yeah. And that's actually something that was new to us. We didn't do that before getting married. Like, like we, we weren't. Didn't know. We were like, what do people do when they yeah. get married? And and even, I mean, I guess once we got engaged and we're like, okay, this is a little bit more of a long-term relationship now. Mm. Like yeah. once we kind of saw like where this was going, then we kind of like opened up. But before that, it was like, I don't yeah. know if you have a dollar yeah. in savings. I don't know if you have $10. Like I had no idea. And yeah. it was like, you know, we kind of kept it private until it was like okay now we're gonna be had an idea of what each other like made yeah and income and when i first met you i was making zero dollars yeah that was it so um Mm -hmm. going back to like my past i guess um i mean i guess we can get into detail but like i never i was definitely like whipped into shape a little bit when we got engaged and when i feel like when I started to make money and I realized that I was like, oh my gosh, like it feels so good to actually make money and be able to put money away and watch an account grow. So before, when I was like my first year living in New York, I was like working different jobs and really just to pay my rent so that I could live there. And I always remember looking at my account being like, oh, what can I do today or this week because I don't have any savings. And some of it was my fault. Some of it was me like buying things that I didn't need and feeling really guilty for it. Yeah. I don't want to be like, don't buy things that you want because I think there's always, especially when you're young, Yeah, it's like if you're not making enough money to even really be saving and you're just living to like pay rent and stuff. Yeah. I mean, 
I, I think we said we were going to get into details, yeah. and like this is a honest example. I have one million dollars. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. Um, so I think it was like probably six or seven years ago now. I somebody said to me, you know, start to think about saving. You got to plan for a wedding ring. You got to start planning for house, kids. Like there are a lot of, you know, big purchases down the down the road depending on how old you are that you got to start planning for and i kind of like shrugged it off i was like okay like Mm -hmm. yeah 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 you know and and finally it it hit me when i wanted to i had started to think about proposing to julia and i was like i went and looked at rings and i was honestly i was like i couldn't i couldn't think about buying one of these now like how i have my money set up it's like i don't have this disposable income to try and do it and I was like, okay, I have, uh, how, I've got a probably year and a half, two years until it's really time for me to propose, but I need to start planning. So I sat down with one of my friends who- Did you do that two years before? We didn't even talk about, about it then. <laughs> well, it, it was like trying to figure out like, okay, if this is something I'm serious about, I've got to have a plan. Yeah. And I sat down with my buddy and he was like, look, here's something simple we can do. He set me up with a Vanguard account. I had no idea what the heck I was doing. Sat down with him and he's like, great, walk you through here. You know, because of my situation, it was like, all right, we're not going to be super risky um, with where your money gets invested. We'll go something with low risk and relatively low return. I was like, perfect. That sounds good. I just started by putting in $100 uh, a paycheck. So... At my company, I get paid twice a month. So it was like $200 a month. Mm -hmm. And it it was funny because, you know, it's like, all right, I put on day one, I put a hundred bucks in. It's like, all right, two weeks later, it's like a hundred point 30 or like, you know, it was like so little, $100 and 30 cents, like small growth. And then you put in the next paycheck, another hundred gets put in. It's like, great. I just saved $200 in one month. You go six months. It's like okay, I now have saved $1,200, not counting any of the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the growth of that. Yeah. So, it, it, and $100 over the course of a month, you know, is, is it's an incremental, relatively small, you know, to put away into savings. And, uh, you know, within kind of staying that track, and it, it got to a point where that $100 going into the account, I didn't even really notice it was going because I had like arranged the rest of my finances to be okay without that $100. Mm-hmm. So you like kind of forget what's going on. So like you kind of forget about it and it just keeps going in. You know, every month $200 goes into that account. Fast forward two years and I'm like, all right, now I can look at that account and feel comfortable with wanting to go um, consider buying a ring. Yeah. You know, and it was like, you know, it, but without that initial conversation of reaching out to my buddy saying, look, I don't know how to do this. Here's kind of what my goals are. Here's what I'd like to do. Like if I never had that initial reach out and conversation, like, yeah, I, I would have been at a loss because personal finances are hard and difficult and threatening and scary to a lot of people. And, you know, it, but there are people always that are, you know, I think able to to help with it. It's scary because there's so many different like accounts and things you can do and there's always somebody that knows so much about it. There's always like that finance person that knows and then there's like me mm-hmm. and other people who are just like, I literally have no idea what to do. I need someone yeah. to do this for me and to help. And that's yeah. also like obviously an option. Yeah. 
And it really, I mean, a fun, funny little story, another one I'll tell to like flip it over, right? So a couple of years go by and I just keep trying to learn and like understand a little more. I'm still super far from understanding a lot. And, you know, um, when I was living in DC, one of my favorite bars and bartenders, like I built a really good relationship with this guy. Um, just an awesome dude. And I, it was, I guess, new year's, maybe 2019 into 2020, maybe, eh. nope, I got the flu that year. Yeah. So it was the year before that. <laughs> Actually, it was around New Year's because I wasn't there actually on New Year's. So whatever. And I said to him, we were having kind of like a, a goals for the upcoming year. And he was telling me about one of his worries. In, and this was a guy that's probably low f- low to mid 40s. and But he said one of his goals is he says he doesn't have savings or anything for his son to inherit. And he had an eight-year-old son. And I was like... First off, thank you for saying that too. Like that is such a common thing, mm-hmm. right? Like people always, um, you know, worry about how they're setting their kids up or, you know, is there a, a gift yeah. coming or is this? So I, I, I literally was like, you know, that's, you know, thanks for saying that. That's common. Can I help you? Like, yeah. I just want to have a conversation with you that I can talk to you about from my experience some from my failures. I can talk to you about little things I started doing. And I, am, I was like, like being honest with people too, because I feel like talking about money is has turned into such a like horrible thing, a really hard thing for people to talk about, and it just like shouldn't be, because yeah, in oh, my yeah. opinion, oh yeah, I the first story I told there with my buddy, it was like I when we sat down, I was like, okay, you're gonna get visibility into everything I yeah. own, like how much money and I make, kind of like and a it's lot like of pressure, yeah, it feels weird, but. Yeah, because you don't know if they're going to laugh, if they're going to be like, uh-huh, oh my yeah. God, yeah, like I whatever. Or- so I, I sat down with this bartender and I was like, hey, look, I don't know how much you make on a night bartending. I know you make cash. I don't know you know, yeah. what it all ends up looking like. And I was like, here, I know you bartend. Um, he works four nights a week. I was like, great. If you could start doing $10 every night you bartend, right? So that is... Uh, four, you know, if he bartends four nights, um, four nights a week <laughs> times, yeah, he has his calculator like, gotta out. get my calculator four, out. Four times 10 is 40. Yeah. F- four nights a week times 10, right? That's $40, um, $40 a week, uh-huh. 52 weeks in a year. Like all you're talking about is $10 <laughs> every time you bartend. Yeah. That's over $2,000 for a year to set up, you know, one of his biggest fears of for his son yeah now that's two thousand dollars for a year his son is eight years old talk about doing that over 10 Mm -hmm. 20 30 years it's like i think now you go from like yeah you in terms of saving like you can something that i like to do i mean with every paycheck i get it depending on my situation what i know i have to pay for and where we are like when we Mm -hmm. were living at the beach for the summer i was literally saving 99 percent of my checks i just putting them into savings because we didn't have anything to pay for yeah um in his situation like that ten dollars or whatever you can take from each paycheck to put into savings eventually over time it's going to feel like you finally have this bank account that you can look at and be like oh my gosh this i have this money it's sitting there i don't touch it and i'm just building it and it's like No matter the amount that you're putting in, it feels so good. And that's something yeah. that I learned throughout like the beginning of my process when I finally was able to be like, okay, I'm just going to start putting money away. And really for me, it was like teaching myself not to go into my savings and touch yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, uh, those are just like two personal stories. And I think the first like tip or tidbit with that from Julie and I's perspective and both of those stories, I couldn't have done it alone. Right. Like tip number one, like, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to have a conversation. Don't be afraid to like, you know, say to somebody that you trust, look, personal finances are scary to me. I don't think I have enough in savings. I just want to talk about like, should I be worried? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Like, don't be afraid to reach out, have a conversation, talk to somebody else about it. If that is something that you want to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I, we think everybody should be saving Everyone some sort, be saving but it. if having a conversation is like, you know, if you're uncomfortable with how to go about it, if you don't know how to get started, if you don't even know like what that really means, like just reach yeah. out to people like, or if you even feel like you can't save, it's like, I, I do feel like there is, um, always small ways to save. Yeah. And it's all about willpower. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it definitely has to start with like a desire, right? Like you want That was the save. hardest thing for yeah. me too. Personally, yeah. I was like. Living in New York, wanted to go have fun, wanted to buy things, wasn't aware of my situation, wasn't aware of what I needed to pay for. Yeah. Some weeks I'd be like, oh my God, I can't leave my house because I have no money. And like, you know, then eventually when I had this account and I started one, making more money, but two, just like started to save, I was like, well, okay, now I can continue to do this. And once you start, it kind of motivates you to keep going. Yeah. I think that was like the hardest part for me in the beginning was like not having the motivation because I just knew that like not that much was coming in. Yeah. Um, okay. So the the next tip, I guess, and we'll talk about this. And this is what I somebody taught to me again, and it's about like automating your savings. And the reason that's really helpful is because uh, one, you don't have to do it, and yeah, you don't have to think too much about it. So in, in my first story of with my friend who helped me automate $100 going from my paycheck into my like Vanguard account. Mm -hmm. It got to the point where I wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't even worrying about it. Like it just, I every, every paycheck I knew was a hundred dollars going into my savings. And I, I actually have it set up in my, um, one of my other, like a savings account, um, or like my che checking and savings account that it just gets pulled out into another one of my investment accounts. So it's again yeah. just another like automated thing. Um, I think that works most too for people who are making a salary. Obviously, like, yeah. I don't do that because it doesn't yeah. work like that for me. Yeah, but it it makes it. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, like direct deposit. Like force yourself to set up that automated. Mm -hmm. Go to this account, mm -hmm. right? That's where your savings is. Um, no, I literally manually transfer money into my savings every time yeah. I get paid because. But I like doing that because I like. Some some weeks when I get paid, I'm like, you know what? I'm putting 90% of my paycheck in here because I just want to see that grow. And then some weeks I'm like, I'm going to put, I think every time I at least put 50%. Um, and I think you end up putting like some into certain accounts and different things for different things. But I do have like one of main savings account. <clears throat> and then I also have a tax account, which we'll talk about when I'm dead. Yeah. Um, because I get paid in like different ways and it's not a salary. So what was I saying? <laughs> oh, just that I manually put. Yeah. So like some months I do. Yeah. Or some weeks but I'll the, put. the automated part of what you do is like the percentages of your breakdown. Yeah, you always, always try like and have 50%. like a certain amount put into your savings, a certain amount right. of like put into 
you know, whatever your accounts, whatever your daily spend account is. Like, yeah, and I think like we, try and make it as seamless as possible. Maybe that's a better tip rather than automate it. Like yeah. try and eliminate as much But I thinking. think what's scary about that and doesn't have to be scary is like I'm saying I put 50% and at least sometimes more, but there have been times where I'm like, I, like when we moved and I was like, I'm going to keep this whole check because we have to buy this and this for the apartment and it was fine. You know, that week, that month, I didn't save anything and then the next month you save more it's kind of like you do have to give and take and i think it's okay to let yourself do that as long as you're being smart about yeah when yeah i I think it's also and this only just hit me is i got to put into perspective like you saying you put at least 50 percent in your savings is like astronomical Mm -hmm. and the only way we're able to do that is because we have like all of our accounts joined. Right. There's two of us. There's We're two doing of us. that for a yeah. reason. It's like. It, right. I guess mostly yeah. people do like 15, 20% of a paycheck. Less than that. Yeah. Less than that. Like usually it's like any percentage you can do. One, two, three, five, ten. Yeah. Like start right. there. Anything. We are able to do, or Julia is able mm-hmm. to do 50 because I about do closer to nothing because like my paycheck goes towards like bills and and like the day-to-day whereas hers is yeah where yours is more of the savings and the only way we're able to do that is because we kind of came up with a plan and devised a little bit of a structure to how we're going to figure out our joint accounts but saving 50 percent is ridiculously high and don't i mean yeah shoot for that number but (laughs) that is like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's well, I mean, not, I forgot. But, the reason I'm doing that, I mean, we kind of broke things down when we got married and we were like, I was kind of like, you know, you're going to put your, you pay the rent, I do this savings, you pay this, I pay this. And it's kind of just worked out that way for us. And I think yeah. every couple does that differently. But yeah. that has enabled us to be like, hey, Julia, what did you save this week? What did exactly. you save this month? So yeah. that you don't, we don't have to be like, oh, well, I paid, you know, it's just kind of like we broke it down into like literally on an Excel sheet. Who's yeah. going to... And it changes, but it's just easy to keep track of who's paying for what all the time. Yeah. So it doesn't have to like switch and be like, did you pay the rent this month? No, did you? Like, yeah. it's just easier. Yep, exactly. And so back to what we were saying before I had to, yeah, 50% going in is a lot, but we always try and eliminate the thinking behind that, right? Making it as seamless as possible because going into the, you know, joining our accounts and everything, it was like, okay, how can we make it where we don't have to think about it? And it was like, okay, every time Julia gets paid, at least 50% of it has to go into mm-hmm. a savings account, yeah. right? And then the rest of it gets put into other spots right. where it's like, okay, or it gets spent really. Mm-hmm. Um, or I buy uh, shoes, whatever. Yeah. And I don't no. tell him. Yeah. Different story, different episode. That'll be the, <laughs> when we cover the breaking up. Uh, yeah, the episode. divorce. But so that's um, the, the, the second I guess tidbit. Um, okay, so another tip. This is an important one, I guess. Um, trying to like limit the daily expenses or the weekly expenses. For instance, actually, we were just talking about this at the beach. Um, a lot of people would say to limit the amount of times you buy coffee when you're out. Personally, I enjoy my coffee. <laughs> Not something I'm willing to give up. We do make it a lot to make up for the days that we buy it because there's a coffee shop literally underneath our building and it's really hard not to buy it. Um but just things like on the daily that you're buying that you don't need to do, going out to dinners, maybe one weekend you're not going to go to the bar with friends, although none of us are right now, but, and spend that money. And that was something in New York I used to do. Like, I can't 
go out to dinner, this fancy dinner tonight. I'm going to just make mac and cheese, whatever. Not something like extreme like that, but yeah, you know. I mean, those are all of the like hidden costs of life, right? Like and they just add up. And they add up realize. 100%. When you think about, okay, um, December's coming up. I know I've got to pay rent. I know I got a car payment. I know I have my student loans to pay. I know I have- To buy gifts. Gifts. Yeah, it's like these- Everything. so many. Yeah, and it's like, boom, right there is a lot of money. But then you start looking at life day to day. It's like, okay, I have to, or I'm going to go here, so I want to buy a coffee on my way. Oh, it's a mile I'm going to drive. Well, that mile, actually, though, even though you make your car payment, that mile costs 50 Mm -hmm. cents in gas miles. So if you can save that in mileage, Mm -hmm. you're saving 50 cents. And like that sounds so little, but... Yeah. Or, um, yeah, rather than... You know, you used to always say to me, don't have that last beer, right? If every time you're at a bar, you're like, all right, I'm not going to have this last beer. A beer can anywhere three to six bucks, you know, depending on what you're drinking. It's like, okay, there's another, you know, savings. Or, um, yeah, plan to eat in, you know, however many times. Like, there's a saving. There are just so many opportunities to... It doesn't like mean limit. to like deprive yourself either, no, obviously. No, like, definitely, definitely those don't. Those things like, in life are what's great in life, especially nowadays. Like yeah. we're not traveling, so everyone's saving in travel right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think it's about like being aware that those expenses exist. And they and add up. Trying, yeah. yeah, they add up so yeah. much. I mean, you think about, I mean. We I, do it all the time. All the time. Especially we, recently we when we moved. It. Yeah, because yeah. it's like. Let's just get this tonight. Let's yeah. just buy this. Let's go here. And we're like, and then eventually it's one of us being like, okay, we did that five times this week. Like yeah. we spent $300 in just, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's convenience. And that's yeah. what the government wants. <laughs> the government. Whoever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's about, I think like the third tidbit there is about like just being aware of like the hidden expenses, the hidden costs of of daily life and you know if saving is you know what you're trying to accomplish like being aware of it and then trying to minimize them right you know write them down right i was gonna say actually i was thinking about this the other day and how like if you took you know let's say monday morning you usually go and you get your five dollar coffee and that monday you didn't like another way to kind of really see the progress in the like little things you're saving is like, okay, take that $5 that you're about to pay from your bank account, put it in your savings. And kind of, you can even write down like every time you don't go do something that you were used to doing with those little payments, going out to dinner, buying the extra beer, buying the coffee, and then you put it into your savings instead. It's like, okay, I didn't have the coffee, but now look what I have in my savings by the end of the month. It's like, you can like physically see it, which yeah. is kind of a cool way to like write things down, go about it. So you're like, okay, the $5 coffee is like, whatever, it's only $5. But when you like actually write it down and actually move that money over to your savings, then like by the end of the month, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, it didn't seem so bad not having that yeah. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you think about it on a day-to-day basis, it's like, let me whatever. save $3. Let me save $1. Let me save $7. You're like, ah, oh, that's so, so minimal. Not and worth it. It, it, yeah. it. it is. It's, it's not a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it can add into over a month, over a year, over many years, like, you know, you, you can really start to see some growth in there. And, yeah. um, and, and, you know, those are, are, or that's like not silly, but that is something that I, 
when I had said like I wish I had started saving more, that's probably where I probably spent the most money. Exactly. Like I never bought a big expensive thing. No. I never I didn't have a nice car. I never had the nicest apartment. I never yeah, had little things. It was just like, oh, I'm just gonna buy this because I want this. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I had or better like, control of Yeah. My urges. I kind of remember hearing like Mark Cuban, I would listen to him and he would always be like, you know, don't buy things that you technically can't afford mm-hmm. and like in reality a lot of those little things years ago like i couldn't afford like i couldn't afford to go get like a six dollar lock alum coffee but like yeah. i would just go do it because yeah. it was there and yeah, yeah. i would have a hundred dollars in my bank account after but yeah you know whatever yeah. i would still do it so like i just think the physical part of like transferring money seeing what you saved what you didn't buy it just feels better than being like three dollars of coffee today like no i'm gonna buy that because what's three dollars but yeah you know yeah but, over it, and over but it adds up it adds up yeah all these things that you repeatedly and you write it down do and you see it you see the actual progress yeah um okay so i think that's a good good tidbit so yeah. the, the the fourth tidbit um and this is something tidbit. that i had somebody talk to me about again when it was talking about buying the engagement ring it was like set a goal and then plan backwards for it. And, you know, to be pretty straightforward with everybody, that's how Julia and I right now are planning for a house, right? So it's like, okay, we know we're not ready for a house right now. If we're ready for a house in two years, yeah, what do we need? How much money do we need to have? And, you know, from that amount of money that we need to have two years from now, how can we start planning today how we're going to hit that goal down the road? So it's, you know, it's um, it's like starting with it's the like end goal in mind and, and work your way back. And that can also be, right, like a house that's a big thing, you know, many years away for us. Mm-hmm. Something smaller, right? Next summer, if, if we're allowed to travel, are we going to want to take a trip? Of yes. <laughs> Where do we want to go? Okay, we want to go to Turks and Caicos. Great. Let's do some research. Okay, that trip next summer is going to cost $3,000. We've got to start planning today for how we're going to have that money to go yeah. to Turks and Caicos next summer, right? So and it's I like, think that way is also kind of a fun way to save. Like, let's like your example. Let's go to Turks and Caicos next summer. We need three thousand dollars. Okay, well instead of putting that percentage of your paycheck into your savings, now you're going to make a new account and you're going to get three thousand dollars there by that time. And it's like you can see those things grow and yeah. put in savings to different places. So that you can see what you have and be like, oh, wow, like I actually, I didn't get that coffee and $5 every week turned into $50 a week. Yeah. And now I can go to Turks and Caicos next time. Yeah. Like, and I think it it helps too with like the frame of mind of saving. Literally. Right. Because makes when it you, fun. yeah, when you say I didn't get that coffee today, but what that $5 saved me was a beer in Turks and Caicos, right. which I would much, much, much <laughs> rather prefer a beer in Turks and Caicos rather than a coffee, here. a coffee in Philadelphia. Yeah. No offense, Philadelphia, but. We're over it. Yeah. No, <laughs> not true. So, it, yeah, like like setting a goal, you know, think of some of the bigger purchases and, you know, big doesn't have to mean a house or a car. It can yeah, be a trip be a or trip. it can, it, you know, a lot of a us nice right now are thinking year. about holiday gifts, yeah. right? I want to spend $50 on my mom for a Christmas gift. Great. Where does that money come from? It yeah. comes from somewhere. So I've got to have that money ready to go. So yeah. let me start saving today. Yeah. You know, it's a dollar a day, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, the yes, you definitely definitely need to do it for the bigger, but thinking about it for the little things too. Yeah, because um, I can, think can be helpful. also with savings, 
once you build up, there's always something that comes up that you have to pay for that you didn't plan. Obviously, yeah. things come up that you didn't plan. Mm. Uh, so just it's good to have the backup money that, yeah. you, that yeah. you need. Yeah. And there are different like types of accounts. I mean, like a lot of people talk about like your emergency fund account where it's like, all right, right. I got three months of, of yeah. savings or three months of. In case something happens. Yeah. yeah. Three months saved. Um. <laughs> <laughs> in an emergency fund account where you would have three months expenses saved up. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. That didn't come out right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just our last tidbit. In, and this is not again. specific. Um, the other four, I hope, were specific enough to be helpful. This one is really just about doing what's right for you. Some people are going to save $100 a month. Some people are yeah. going to save $10 a month. Some people are going to save $1 a month. And... All of those things are great, right? It, it doesn't need to be, you know, Julia mentioned Mark Cuban. He probably saves $3 million a month. I don't know. Like, we're, we're not all, you know, going to be Mark Cuban. We're not all going to save that much. But if we can all start saving something, then, you know, I think we'll all it's look a back a mindset. year from now yeah. and, and be proud of ourselves and yeah. happy. So. You know, think about what what your goals are. You know, why did you listen to this episode? Why? What are you thinking about saving for? What are you thinking about? um... I also think that it's not even about if you like there was a time where I couldn't save and that's okay. I think it's also about if you can right now getting yourself in a mindset of like wanting to be able to save at some point and like what you can do to make that happen. Because I understand I we were all there. Yeah, there's a point where I couldn't save money and I had to spend it on ways yeah. to live yeah so all right just... so those are the five little tidbits hopefully this is helpful that you guys can learn to save start saving or just more tips on how to keep saving and you know yeah again just real quick on the disclaimer we are not financial advisors we sometimes don't know what we're doing yeah definitely but just wanted to provide some some conversations discussions a couple tidbits if on, you guys have on, other tips yeah that's what let I was us know say. You can yeah. always use a good saving tip Yeah. like what you do, what you use. I know there's like a bunch of different apps out there. I think my brother had mentioned one um, that kind of like lines everything up to save. If you have any of those, <laughs> let me know. Yeah. But there are, there yeah. are some Re- good Reach apps out, there. send us some ideas. And uh, yeah, if you reach out, we'll share them with everybody here yeah. through Instagram. So happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Then? Yeah, I guess we'll probably talk. Oh, yeah, true. But um, holiday season is upon us. Yeah. All right. right. See everybody. See you guys.